Hello, I'm Catherine Mooney from the European Journal of Hospital Pharmacy, speaking from the 18th Congress of the European Association of Hospital Pharmacy in Paris. I'm with the speakers from the seminar on medicines across the interface, who is responsible. I would like to start by asking them to introduce themselves. Hello, I'm uh, Julie Roupré-Serzec. I'm a French pharmacy, clinical pharmacist in the hematologic unit uh, in a hospital in Paris, pediatric hospital uh, called the Robert Debré Hospital, and I'm working with Professor Jean-Hugues Dahl. Hi, I'm Jean-Hugues Dahl. I am professor in pediatrics, and particularly in hematological pediatric unit in Robert Debré Hospital in Paris, and I am the Program Director of Hematopoietic Stem Cell Transplant Program. Hello, and I'm Anthony Sinclair. Um, I'm Director of Pharmacy at Birmingham Children's Hospital. Thank you. So medicines across the interface, tell us why is this important? You know, in hematological unit, we used uh, many different drugs, many different chemos, and we could share uh, different interaction and many toxicities. We treat uh, very fragile patients, either because uh, they are infants or either because they are teen. And at these two different ages, there are many specific problems regarding uh, uh, taking drugs. And it's very important to reinforce uh, the tools we have in order to increase safety. And I think it's very important. Uh, so we, there is no treatment interruption between uh, the moments that they leave hospital and they, they go home. Thank you. And um, what are the main issues? What are the problems that you come across? One of the biggest um, issues is good communication. Um, <clears throat> at any transfer of care, uh, it's always difficult ensuring that the latest medication someone is taking, the latest information, the results pass from one doctor to another. Perhaps as many as 30 to 70% of, of transferring across care ends up with some kind of error associated with it. So that's quite high and potentially very dangerous. So what can pharmacists do to help? There are a number of approaches. From the hospital perspective, um, it's ensuring that when a patient is admitted that due care is, is spent in actually finding out what medication a patient's on. Much harder with children, more people are involved, and different views emerge, which is quite interesting. But essentially, it's communicating with the patient's family doctor and ensuring that that information is passed on to the hospital admitting doctor. Also looking at the medication the patient has brought in with them and asking them what they think they're taking. There are many several actors around the patient. The patient himself, of course, probably after five or seven years old, their family, but as uh, Anthony said, uh, the pharmacist, both in hospital and community pharmacist, the physicians, both in hospital physicians and a general practitioner uh, close to the house. And we need that every people worked all together and know 
the real situation, the real need of the patient, whatever the underlying disease, it could be the same problem for our patient in hematological world than in patient seen in emergency world for a common disease. The problem is the communication among the different actors around the patient in order to obtain a good result represented by safety, disease control, no side effects. Yeah, and good coordination between all the actors. This is very important. I think. So what can hospital pharmacists do to help community pharmacists? Because they're a very important part of this team that you've described. In Robert Debré, we uh, we have um, a, a set up a visit, a pharmacist visit, and we um, take um, contact with the community pharmacists. When the patient uh, is supposed to uh, to go home, uh, we uh, call uh, the community pharmacist, and then uh, we propose to fax the prescription and explain, uh, give information to the community pharmacist, ask the question uh, of the community pharmacist, and then uh, they have our telephone number so they can call back also if they need. That's what we do. In paediatrics, um, there are a number of additional complications. If children don't have standard doses. Um, it depends on how old they are, the doses change. Sometimes a very, very young child um, can have a higher dose than, than an adult. It's quite difficult to manage their care if they're on long-term medication. In our uh, situation, we've actually um, arranged, have a joint project with family doctors where they retain management of the child but the complex medication that requires dose adjustment, blood results, tests, or to be specially formulated, we manage on their behalf. So it's important to have good communication. It's uh, always a long trip, a long term project. We could not uh, um, impose a such project. We have to build it step by step mm. with uh, repeated contacts with a community pharmacist in order to know each other better. Yes. In order to understand uh, what do we need, what do we uh, wait. When you are community pharmacist, what do you need from prescription uh, established by hospital and in the other side what do you wait from community pharmacist when you are hospital pharmacist when you are physician into your tower mm. hospital finally we do not know the local problematic the the, the specificity for me it's very common to prescribe 6-macroptopurine, six, six for example, for a little child uh, of 8 uh, kilograms of body weight. And I know that probably if I prescribe the drugs at 2 p.m., I will receive it at 6 or 
around that. But of course, for local pharmacists, for community pharmacists, maybe he delivered once in his life six markup to purine before mm. and he had only taps of 50 milligram. Then it, it's not possible for him to provide the drug at the good, le at the good dosage at time when the patient needs it. And it's very important to communicate before mm. patient leave the hospital just in order to prepare pharmacist, drugs, family, patient, in order to obtain a, a good feeling for everybody. So it's very important to think of the patients as individuals and all their needs. Thank you very much for joining me in discussing this. Very interesting. Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank you. Bye. For more information about this programme and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.